What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Layup Line. My name is Out of Sight, and with me, as always, are the homies Drake Bond, yeah, yeah, Aunt Brent. Thank you for the motivation. Six cents. Cuarenta. And uh, if you don't know, the Layup Line is a podcast where we talk basketball and play dope music. And today is Monday, February 15th, a few days away from my birthday and Michael Jordan's birthday. And Ooh. yeah, and my pop's birthday, my pop's birthday on the 17th. Oh. Too. Oh, my, pop, my dad as well. There you go. That's crazy. Age of the Aquarius. A lot uh, of action. So <laughs> last night or was Kobe's last All-Star game. It was a a beautiful farewell, uh, a, a weird all-star game. Nobody played any defense. They scored <laughs> nobody, a, whole, uh, nobody told <laughs> a lot of defense. Did, did, you, did you hear they said the shock, I mean, the uh, scoreboard only went up to 199, so if, like, the West tacked on, like, five or six points there, they wouldn't even have been able to hit 200. Like, they really? would have to start at one again or something. <laughs> it would have been crazy. That's, crazy. That's hilarious. I had no yep. idea. Yep. I, I got to be honest, I didn't even really watch it. Did you guys Me watch I watched yeah. first, I watched like five minutes of the first quarter and then I was I, out. I was uh I was at Brooklyn Bowl, so they had it on the TVs. So I I, I caught I caught like a good a good amount of it. Oh, and was it Dil was it Dillonite? Yeah, it was uh it was tenth forever? Yeah, it was tenth anniversary. They did two nights this year, so it was, was it? it was cool, it was very low. It was it was pretty low key, you know. I I heard uh Saturday night was really uh Really crazy, and uh, shout shouts to Rare Form and everybody. They they called me up on uh, on Saturday because Illa J needed a keyboard, so I tracked down a keyboard for Illa J to play. Oh look at that! Not <laughs> only not only a DJ a producer, but also a line producer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> equipment rentals up to par. Yeah. That's how we do it. Six cents uh, of equipment rentals. I was gonna say uh, something about Illa J, but I let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring your uh, own key. Uh, bring, uh, okay. bring your keyboard, Anyways, uh, R.I.P. Dilla. Yeah. So, uh, speaking All of Saturday, game, yeah. yeah, but speaking of Saturday night, um, yeah. that was a that was great. Uh, yeah, Saturday, finally. Saturday night was awesome. Awesome. I mean, y'all know you guys watched it. This the skills challenge was even good. You know, like yeah. people uh, people were hustling. You know, it was it was exciting. The three-point contest was uh, like I, I got like almost like goosebumps and chills like watching the three-point contest. <laughs> to be honest, the level. Of, think, yeah. What no. Think? What do you guys? What do you guys think about that? Like, well, before obviously the slam dunk contest came back in growing fashion. Like I mean, people were talking. People were talking. Three points should have been the closeout. 
contest now. Nah, nah, nah. But Slam Dunk delivered this year. No, well, this year. No, but I'm saying prior to just that happening, though. It was like a lot of talk. They were saying, yo, we should just move the three-point shootout to the final thing because all the best stars were in the three-point shootout. That's true. I mean, that's definitely true. Steph Curry, obviously, was the biggest star in the game, one of the biggest, and he was in it. Uh, we just got to give a lot of credit to Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine. I mean, like, uh, yeah. I mean slam well, dunk contest. Right. We haven't had a good one in a while. Yeah. Well, that's more props to Aaron Gordon, I think, because I'm saying I would have, I would have, I didn't even care, honestly, like, because I just haven't been impressed with the slam. No one did since I, Vince. Since like, Vince, I was like, that's why I was texting you guys. I was like, yo, is Vince finally? Can he be put in the grave now? Like, can we move on from Vince like that finally? Because that was that was a thing for years, right? I mean, yeah, Vince. I mean, yeah, I, I guess Nate Robinson and Blake Griffin had a little bit yeah, of pub. Yeah, I mean, uh, Zach's yeah. a great dunker. These guys, what yeah. I loved about it, too, is, like, these guys are landing it on their first dunk. Like, this guy did jumped over a fucking mascot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that dunk where he puts his leg up and he puts it under both legs, like, Right. That was, that was the best dunk of the night, hands he down. Won it, to me, he won it off that. To me. That was the that was the best dunk I've ever seen. Right. Yeah, right. They were like they were like all ten all those dunks were tens, but I I just felt like Gordon had the better tens, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like I thought Gordon like, just I mean it's yeah. two different it's two different styles. You have right. like Gordon is the two foot jumper and Zach is the one foot jumper and Zach is taking yeah. off on the free throw yeah. line. No, so no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. It was a great it was a great show. Honestly, that, that dude Gordon is I mean <laughs> Yo, his his head level. his head was above the rim. Like No, but the mascot was standing on top of a, a segue. A hoverboard, a hoverboard yeah. Or whatever. And well, the one he did under the legs, the the guy was down low, but even uh, on the ground, even, even still. The, ma- the mascot is spinning. Yo, oh, man, that was yeah, that was dope. That was and dope. And he grabbed it with one hand yeah, and cut. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. It was well, crazy. there was things he was doing before the dunk too. How you saw him like when he like did the he'll do like the mailman tap on the head and then yep. the double pump. And I'm oh, like, God. it's those little things that you don't notice until you're watching in slow mo. You're like, yeah, oh. when he did the pump and turn it into like. Like, he was going down with it, and then he came back up and... Tapped his head, yeah. Pro, yeah. Yo, honestly, props to Shaquille O'Neal, because... <laughs> no, seriously, that him giving people nines when they didn't make it on the yeah, first yeah, dunk, yeah. that's what really made... Because it, it made the contestants step it up. Like, they yeah, go, oh, yeah. I got to make it on the first try. We all remember Nate Robinson's 15-minute dunk, and, you know, and, like, <laughs> I thought that was dope. Shaq, Shaq was like, yo, that's a nine. Because you didn't make it on the first try, and we had a. I no, mean, I like that too. That how was many, How many dunks did they want to do it? Like six rounds. Six yeah. rounds. I mean. It was worth it, man. It was, it was so worth it. It was worth it. So shout shout out to the NBA for doing it right. For yes. Right. Getting it back and popping. That that dunk contest was, nice, was nice trending truck. crazy. It was trending crazy. Like. Yeah. I That's the NBA. NBA has like. Has like the the social media game on lock more yeah. than any other. A billion followers. Yeah, yeah. more than anything, because you can vine everything. It's like you know you. Uh, can... Adam, when Adam Silver is talking about a billion followers and fine quality of your dunk contest, then yeah, they have that. They have it on lock. I mean, they're doing vines like literally five minutes after the dunk. Like, like they're putting up like it's like the SNL is starting to do that, like with their skits. Yeah, yeah, like, minute, you like, gotta do that. Out, like, you gotta do that. It's like a vine or like you know, like a gif is already up, like already. So, but it was dope. 
Very nice. And now we have uh, we have three days until the NBA trade deadline. And over the All Star break, we had some major rumors coming out. Uh, we started on last Friday with having Frank Isola, the bitter, bitter Knicks beat reporter, who has <laughs> become a national reporter because of Around the Horn. Uh, he came out with a deal saying that the Knicks would trade Melo to the Cavs, Kevin Love would go to the Boston, and then the Knicks would receive a whole bunch of picks in Timothy Mozgov. And the only thing stopping that trade is Melo and his no-trade clause. And, um, you know, look, I guess that trade now is old news and it's going to be on the table. I'm surprised that LeBron wasn't... Uh, Pollying up with Mello over the weekend, like you sure you don't want to come rock with your boy? Right <laughs> <now?"> <laughs> I think, what's I think what's Mello's thinking? I don't know. I think LeBron was falling back a little bit because he was getting a lot of flack for the first, for when love he was trying to get love the first time, and everybody True. was like, "Oh, he's LeBron is, is is taking control of the team. He's one making the decisions and all that." So I think with this Mello thing, he kind of wanted to fall back a little bit. He didn't want. Any rumors like LeBron is talking to Melo? Look at him on the sideline. Like true, he, 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 you can see that he tried to avoid that. He didn't even say anything about it, even when he was going crazy. That's but, very uh, true. That's a good point. I, LeBron definitely is PR savvy enough too to realize. Or people have already said that he got a coach fired and he went and exactly. got Kevin. And you're gonna ship out Kevin Love too. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So he, he wants to just back away from the, from the fire a little bit now. Now that all that everything about to blow up though. There's another trade rumor circulating. Um, you know, I was thinking about how Melo to Miami could work because he's such he's so close with D Wade and Chris Bosh. But uh, speaking of Miami, uh, Dwight Howard. The white side. I heard that today. The white side, which I don't understand the Rockets thinking behind that because that locker room already seems really, really strange. There's like a lot. There's a, that team is underachieving, and there's just a lot of personalities. And it seems like Whiteside is an absolute wild card in that regard. But yet, I guess Dwight is the same. So you're just pretty much trading it. Uh, what do you guys think of that deal? I mean, they said is uh, what he's about to be a free agent anyway. They'd rather get something for him before. The end, because they're not sure if he's gonna even stay anyway. So, the, so the Rockets try to at least get something out of that deal, just in case Dwight like oh, I don't want to stay here. You know what I'm can can Dwight can Dwight be a useful piece still? I mean, he still has he's, moments where he's he's, he's yeah. a jerk, man. He doesn't want he's a, he could play, but he, someone said today, oh Dwight, uh, I think the herd was like, oh Dwight, he, he's past his prime, and I was like. Not really. He just doesn't want to play. Like you could tell. Like the intensity of, of a like a Dwight versus a a Westbrook. You can just tell the the differences of, of just somebody that goes in the game every game and just trying to win at all costs. Dwight is just laughing and to be honest, you can you can tell the intensity difference between Bruce Banner and, and <laughs> Russell Westbrook. You know, like um, Bruce Bowen and and uh and Dwight. You can tell. Well, you know, but like uh. What was that game recently? Uh, was it the Warriors game or the Clippers game where Dwight just had a monster game? It was against uh, Rockets. Um, uh, Warriors. He played three quarters of really good basketball. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, and, and you, yeah. And you start to 
yeah, and like twenty boards, right? He had a yeah, monster. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be useful, right? I mean, like, what's the situation? Like, I I just saw I read a rumor that uh, he would be interested in playing in Atlanta. Well, yeah, he's from, oh, he's from that area. Yeah, he's from that area. I think he just like the thing with Dwight is he just hates Harden. That's 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 like well documented. Everybody hates. Is Harden. it really? Yeah, he didn't say that. No, no, he said basically that's that's the thing. They had tried to have the team meeting and hash it out, and yeah. that's and they couldn't, and that's the reason why now they're they're considering the options. Is that is that because is that is James Harden feeling himself? Is that the they're situation? They're saying Harden's an yeah. asshole in the locker room. That's well, when you, go, when you know what, Drake? You know, you say that, but. It seems like everywhere Dwight goes, nobody really gets along. You're right. I mean, <laughs> you're right. Also. No, that, no, I'm not saying it's all. I'm not saying it's all Harden too. I think that it's definitely part Dwight as well. I mean, he's never he's never made himself really like <laughs> the most yeah. liked guy. I mean, when you when you fire your coach that brought you almost to the finals last year, I mean, that's where the first problem started. Ever yeah. since they fired their coach, it's been downhill. Really? They literally is. I think they're what at the eight spot. Really? Like, like they might not make it. Six. O.T. Dre. O.T. Dre. Six hit us with the buzzer. That was a very fast 12 minutes, huh? For real. It went by quick. It just, it just flows. All right, we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more trades. And then we're going to talk Kanye West. And we're going to talk HBO's new show, Vinyl, which premiered last night with a hour and 45-minute premiere episode directed by Martin Scorsese. We're all in the music industry. That's a music industry show. we got to talk about it a little bit, right? Of course. Of course. Of course. Okay. All right, so uh, let's play some jams, and we'll come back. This is the layup line.
All right, and we are back. It's the second quarter of the layup line. My name is Out of Sight. I'm here with Dre, Six, and Ant. We are talking hoops and whatever else and playing dope music. This is uh this is episode four, by the way. We're 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 getting we're getting the flow going. Yeah, we're getting it. We gotta Take get a uh, we gotta get my boy Spose on. He's a Celtics fan and he keeps trying to get on and he loves talking hoops. So we gotta get him on next week. I meant to holler at him, so Spose if you're listening, I got you next week, alright? You know, we gotta get different perspectives. We gotta get a perspective of a Celtics fan. Oh, I gotta hear a Celtics fan. Jeez. Oh, they're feeling themselves right now. <laughs> oh, good for them. Good for them, the man. Celtics are playing really well, but they need another guy. So there's a few rumors, I guess. Uh, there's one about Al Horford, which I think is a pretty good fit, but it they they don't Al Horford's a free agent after this season, so they don't know if that works. But if you're the Celtics, you take a chance on Al Horford. Is that enough? I mean, what is that? You know. I mean, I, mean, actually, I mean, I actually didn't think they were even in like the building process this quick. It's been it hasn't been that long. Like I thought they were kind of out of it for a little bit, but well, they 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 snuck in last year. Right, you know, they snuck in the playoffs last year, and they've improved upon it this year. This would be their, this is Brad Stevens' what third year now? Yeah. Well coached, man. Well coached. Yeah, they're like really well coached. I always, I always well, say they're like the the Warriors of like the East, but like a, a B level version of it, like where they don't have the star power, but they yeah, are but they, play together, they execute they play together. very they're, well. Like they brought look basketball. It's all about each team and organization. You have to have a culture, and there's you know, Ainge has now kind of got his own particular thing going, and. They brought in Stevens, and, you know, you need a little bit of luck. You need to build upon the blocks. They're in third year, and they, they jumped up a bit. Yeah, and, now, and now they're, they're you know, I don't know what they need. I, I'm not sure. I, they definitely need another guy, but where do they need another do guy? You, right. Do you trade that Brooklyn pick, which is going to be top five, and a chance to get, you know, Ingram or Simmons, or yeah. do you, you got to go and get a star, you know what I'm saying, or do yeah. you do that? What? You know, I mean, do you want to go with a new guy? That. Do you want to go with a new guy or try to get a veteran off the market? Yeah, I think I mean, you got to try and get a guy. But I don't like if you go and trade that lottery pick for Kevin Love. Like I don't no, think Kevin Love that brings that team a championship. Right. No, not at all. I do like Horford for that team if it, Horford were to go somewhere, just because he has the skill set to kind of like you know he's yeah. unassuming. He's unassuming. He's a hard nosed defender. He like plays well, like medium range game. Great off the post. You were like, calling you were calling them the East Warriors because because they do have a little bit of a running style. Yeah, and you see like they're spacing. They're spacing. They're spacing. Like, yeah. Yeah, spacing is incredible. Yeah, I, 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 they're also just really they play really well defensively. They're a very good defensive team. Uh, Brad Stevens is a good coach. I don't see the Warriors comparison as much, but I get what you're saying. Just in terms of well coached and they execute, unlike a lot of teams that just literally roll the ball out there and play. I mean, Avery Bradley's pretty. I didn't think he was that no, their wings are – I mean, Smart is just like right now he just has no jump shot, but defensively he's a yeah, 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 yeah. Crowder I mean, is great. I know. They're all great. They're, they can all shoot the three. Crowder, all wing Crowder come and from? Play from the Crowder, from the Mac, the Rondo Crowder can ball. Crowder's so, actually got a really good small they ball. Kinda, they kind of have a, a, a surplus of like power forward mini centers, and I guess that's where <laughs> they need to upgrade and maybe ship a couple guys out, right? Yeah, David right. Lee's about to get bought out, by the way. Yeah, I mean. They well, they got it. Maybe they can use that trade, his contract for a trade. Yeah, exactly. But, but maybe we'll talk more Celtics when Spose is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but let me ask you a question. Uh, you're talking about Al Horford. You're the Hawks. That's a team that is was the one seed. 
uh, last year. Amazingly enough, hasn't played as well this year, but is still in the in the mix in the playoffs. You know, Kyle Corver has a, had a great year. Now you hear injuries, man. Injuries. Right. You're hearing Teague's on the market. You yeah. hear they just re-signed Millsap. They're hearing Harford's on the market. Harford's a, a free agent. You're the general manager of the Hawks. What do you do? You blow this thing up? I think that's that was like the they did. I don't think that team realized how much like Demar Carroll was was like integral to how they did yeah. how they how well they did last season because he had that defensive extra mentality that like the utility guy mentality right like sure. they don't have any of that and that's kind of like taking them a step back and like Dre was saying Teague's been banged up Corver really hasn't been the same since Corver been, been banged up. up yeah I mean yeah, that's he's like been banged up I mean, how old is Corver like Corver's already like 35 that's the thing yeah. he's just, but he's just like a shooter so like you know he's yeah. not based on athleticism anyway but regardless I mean it's the same team they still have a good team it's just that like how far can you go with this mix or core and that's what they're probably thinking right now if you can upgrade and trade Teague for an Oladipo or you trade Teague or Horford for another young prospect why not I mean even they got Schroeder in the wings too so I think they there's Schroeder's looking good though Schroeder's and, Bays, and Baysmore's a nice player for them yeah. as well so yeah that's why, they try to, that's why they put Teague on the block and I think what, what everybody was saying is that Schroeder looked like a better fit for their future I definitely so. think so I mean he's younger he's pretty much they're pretty much the same player yeah. But um, they were actually there were rumors circulating about Corver going to Cleveland. Really? That's not that's not bad. That's not no. a bad play. He might I mean, just need a little change of scenery at this point too. Now it seems like that team's kind of getting all whacked out. I don't know where Teague's gonna end up, but somebody's gonna end up getting him and hopefully. Knicks, Knicks, Knicks. I don't think. <laughs> I don't I think don't, so. I don't think the Knicks well, have the uh, assets. No, I don't think we have the assets. And now that's what really what I was gonna say. I hope nobody overpays for Teague because, to me, Teague is yeah, he's Teague's like cool. he's like he's like a little bit above average. I think he's, uh, nice. he's Yeah, yeah. I I see the Knicks rumors. They, I mean, they're like trying to convince somebody that Jose Calderon can be useful. So that should be interesting. <laughs> Well, I mean, if worse comes to worse, uh, you know, breaking news over the weekend. Jimmer for debt, MVP of the D-League All-Star. Good boy, good up, I told you. I just thought I'd bring that up in the campaign trail. And just, Yo, is Jimmer going to get his chance? Is Jimmer going to get his chance? I, mean, I, I am I am honestly baffled at this point that he hasn't gotten a chance. Is there is there a reason he <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the reason. They should bring him up now at this point. All right, all right, here we go. I don't mean to take away Jimmer talk, but you guys talked about 10-day contracts, and we were talking about Kyle Korver for a second. It got me thinking, where is Ray Allen right now? Does Ray Allen come in for the playoffs and sign no. a – you don't, you, don't you don't think LeBron ha wants Ray Allen to play – just to come in – Ray Allen hasn't played in a year and a half. <laughs> for real, dog. He can still shoot. He can still shoot a three. If I was Ray Allen, I'd go play for the Warriors ten minutes a game. That's what I'm talking about. Go, that's why that's not go to stop. Why not go to the Warriors for like for the playoffs? It's Benedict Arnold, man. Benedict Arnold over there. It's all. It's done for Ray Allen. Nobody needs right. to talk about Ray Allen. Anymore. All right, all right. It's nah, done. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to talk Jesus shuttles worth no more, man. <laughs> It's I'm kind of mad he didn't play this year, though. Even though yeah, he, well, he didn't play last year either. He's uh, done. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, it's a wrap. No more. But uh, <laughs> so, <third laughs> so I'm out here though. I'm out here in LA, and I've been having a lot of conversations uh, with Laker fans. And what's interesting is all these Laker fans now think 
Phil's coming back. Phil oh, Jackson's boy. coming back. Oh, yeah. Anyway. I did hear it. I did hear the theory. I heard the theory. Yeah, so the theory is Genie's. I mean, Stephen A. Smith reported it, too, last week, but Genie fires everybody, including her brother, Mitch Kupchak, <laughs> Byron Scott, everybody goes. Colby yep. retires. Bang. And she brings back her fiancé, Phil, who's a West Coast guy, and they go get Luke Walton, the coach, and Bang. they they start up the whole situation. Yeah, and, it sounds great. It sounds and I great. play basketball with a lot of Laker fans, and they're all convinced. They don't right. even want to hear it. They heard the report once, and they're like, this is absolutely going to happen. Like they don't even like, respect the fact that Phil works for the Knicks. They don't care that he plays <laughs> yeah. the Knicks. Like he's in a, Phil's like only the Lakers. He didn't even Whoa. coach Michael Jordan, according to these guys. <laughs> I swear to God. I don't know how they can't. Like, everybody's like, oh, Phil is going to West Coast. No, Dolan has to let him out of the contract. Like, well, it's a short deal. Short but deal. he can't yeah. just leave. Oh, uh, no, I think he's Phil has an option. Yeah, 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 short oh, deal. When? It's a short deal. After the, during the summer, and the thing is this, look at it like this, this is how it would make sense, is that Phil could be like, look, I wanted to rebuild for you guys, Mel wants to stay here, uh, I uh, I got you guys, I got you guys, uh, poor Singus. I see what you yeah. I got you guys, and then he could even do this, he could hire Thibs, and then be like, I'm going. Oh. Or, or it could be set up in a way where it's like, Thibs, I'm leaving, and Thibs comes in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I always, I, 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 yeah. I mean, I always thought too. He, he just did the Knicks thing too, like partially, like maybe not all the way, but like 10 percent to like stick it to the, like the Lakers and the Bus family, being like, all right, you try to rebuild. I'm gonna build the Knicks up. See if I could do it quicker than you guys. And then, like, now it's like, now you prove a point. He wants to prove a quick point. To and quote, now, to quote you, Ed, to quote you, Ed, it's a lot of action in that whole lot of action. <laughs> like, like, really, we got to fire the Lakers. Like, oh, come on, man. It's too, yeah, that's too much. It's Cats want to work. I, Phil, Phil's here much. at least another year. Like, I don't oh, know. Yeah, it's too much. I saw the same way. It's a lot of action. Oh, it's not God. too much. It's not. It's not. I'm telling For a Laker. you. It's not much. It's not much. You don't want to retire in New York. You want to be in L.A. if you're in, like, 80, like, like Phil yeah, is, plus man. Plus, the Knicks aren't going nowhere, and Thibs wants that job. I don't even think Phil yeah. wants to be here. No, t- like, Phil doesn't even want to be involved with Tibbs. He'll just hire him and be like, why not? I'm out. Right. I'm well, out. And, and Tibbs wants skin in the game. He doesn't just want to be a coach. He right. wants some front right. office. So, yeah, I mean, but that's a lot of action, man. <laughs> like, that is a documentary in itself. I mean, I, 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 I kind of want it to happen. I'm, I'm, I love Phil, but this whole, like, married to the triangle shit is yeah. just driving me nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And you were, you were right last week. Oh, I was thinking about like just the coaching tree in general with Phil. It's just so outdated and not. Oh, it's just man. not. You don't need that. You don't need that. Just move on. Let KP play free. The coaching like, shru- the coaching shrubbery. I mean, it's it's funny because it's like oh now we got Kurt Ramis and these guys are like we got what we got a new coach we got twenty seven games let's go for the playoffs like guys yeah yes. <laughs> you got Ramis do me a favor and fucking wake up and smell the coffee. <laughs> If we win another 10 games this season, it would be a miracle. Okay? Oh we got 27 games left. I oh say the Knicks go probably 10 and 17. You've been awful. How many is Melo playing in? Let's 12. Go. How many games he's going to play in? Once we're done, once the season's done, he's done. He's in Puerto Rico. <laughs> he's in Puerto Rico. <laughs> paint murals, paint murals, you know. It's done. 
He got a cigar in his hand. Unless they can make some sort of trade. Two, one. Boom. Half boom. It's halftime. All right, we're going to play two songs now, and then we'll come back, and we're going to switch it up and talk a little bit uh, of Yeezy season and uh, get our first... uh, our first uh, reactions to the new Kanye album, Life of Pablo. You're listening to the layup line. It's halftime!
But you turned out to be just some part of the What's up? And we are back. It's the third quarter of the layup line. My name is Out of Sight. I'm here with Ant Six Dre. This is a podcast. We talk uh, hoops, play music, but we also are all music guys. So you know, it, it, the topics can vary. They don't always have to necessarily be basketball. And a lot of times, basketball and music are very much intertwined, as we got to see Drake all up in Toronto, all up in the videos this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but he, but he's representing, and that was tight. But we also got to talk about what everybody else is talking about, which is the life of Pablo. Woo! Don't, don't get me started, man. You like it? I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Yeah, let's get not... let's get first impressions around the table. Kanye West, Life of Pablo. Go ahead, Dre. To me, I think it's great. I think it's a great album. I'm not gonna say, oh, it's a classic, because I'm sitting, I'm, 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 I'm sitting with it. You know what I'm okay. saying? So right. I, I would rather sit with it and really listen to it, because it's, it's just, a, it's a lot going on on that album. 
Right. So I want to sit and really listen to it and really vibe it and live with it. But it's a really good album. I mean, a lot a uh, uh, a few months ago when a few of the songs came out, mm-hmm. I was like that wolves. I was not feeling at all. I was like, oh, it's not really, it's not really my thing. But then on the album, it sounds great because it's right. in you know it's in that ballpark of what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? It matches the context. So I love it. It's it's all good to me. Amp. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I like. I think it's a pretty, you know, seamless play. I won't over exaggerate and say it's like classic or anything, but um, I think it's definitely meant to listen as a, a complete piece, similar to like you know the Kendrick Kendrick album, kind of like exactly. you can't take it for singles with this project. Uh, and yeah, man. I mean, like I just I think I was telling Dre I was telling Six too. I was like I just think like with with so much uh, of the gap in talent now in terms of what we're hearing, and there's just an overexposure of trash out. Um, to be actually to hear a project, you know, put together by you know an OG who's you know we've grown up listening to is just it's just happy. To, I'm just happy to hear good music. That's just finally that's my six. Well, I've only uh, I've only listened to it uh, once, straight through, and I I'll just say for now it's not really uh, it's not really like grabbing me like in a in a grand way. Uh, it's it sounds cool. Like I, I don't know, I gotta li- I gotta listen to it more, but I know yesterday I bumped graduation in eight oh eights and heartbreak after after listening to the life of Pablo. I think this and, is the I think this is the new version of those though. I'm telling you. Just the just the the sounds that he uses, like it's just a lot like just like people are saying it's like a mixture of all his albums. Like I can hear like Jesus in this, like the distortions, you know what I'm saying? Like the beats, the distortion, the drums. Like uh, you yeah. can tell that he uses a lot of. He's definitely taking everything from all the albums, you know, with the samples and he's doing so many different things. He's using five seconds of a sample at the end of a song and use it to intro another song. Yeah, like, no, I mean, like it's not like he's. It's not. It's not for lack of innovation that it's not. Uh, necessarily grabbing me on the first listen. I mean, I'm a huge, huge Kanye West fan, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I'll be honest, like, I'm sort of getting the impression that he was like, yeah, it'd be dope to play the album in Madison Square Garden and then finish the album. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, to me, <laughs> like, and I'm glad it took me a couple days to, like, to listen to it, because, and I'm glad that I'm not, like, like, if, we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll listen. I'm gonna listen to it more. I'm looking forward to actually being able to purchase the damn thing. Uh, you, he said he pulled it back again. He pulled it back again. Yeah, yeah I, I just would like to buy the album and listen to it. Um, I, and that's all. Like, well, I, I don't know. What you think? Well, well what is Rich thing? I've listened to it twice, and I, I you know, I just, I'm kind of leaning more towards what Six is saying. Um. To me, it's a mess, and I think yeah. when, I didn't want to say that, like, but to me, it's all, yeah, no, it's all good. And I, and I think I honestly, at this point, like, I think Kanye's whole persona and life and the whole thing is a mess. But like, I think that's not, why. That's why people are judging it. I think people, instead of people, like, if Kanye was just like, "Hold, oh, right, you make the album, you put it out," but all the other bullshit that's going on is distracting from the music. Right, you know right. what I mean? So everybody, I think a lot of people are really judging him 
on everything else through the music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but I but I also think yeah. that all this other stuff is distracting Kanye from the music. Yeah. Gotcha. So you think you think OU is overshadowing the actual dude, music? I right think there? it's I, I like look, I grew up loving Kanye. We all did. And there was no doubt that Kanye was always ahead of the curve and has helped form, you know, innovative sh shit with hip hop. He's always just been ahead of the game from sampling to, you know, being like, I'm going to get into this and I'm going to get into that. And his swag was always ill and he always believed in himself. And that's like half the battle, right? To yeah. be as big and as iconic as Kanye's always wanted to be, you have to believe that you can do it. That's the first step, right? So you can never be like walk in the room and be like, you know, I'm not going to be the biggest artist in the world. I'm not going to be fucking Steve Jobs or whoever else he wants to be. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, especially over the past like five years, even from Yeezus going forward, uh, you listen, the fashion stuff, it's been spoke about ad nauseum. I think I understand his, I understand his passion for it. It does nothing for me. Who gives a fuck? Uh, I, I mean, I mean, a lot of people do. You know what I mean? But for, me, for me personally, for me personally, Yeezys look like Nike Roshis, okay? So for $750. And that's cool. And I get it. And I understand. You wear Yeezys, you fresh. But I'm not, I'm not hearing the same guy who is sampling Michael Jackson's PYT. I'm hearing a guy who's literally probably got nine windows open on his laptop, 27 voices behind him, yeah. and his own head just yeah. can't even fit in the room anymore. And I personally, there are moments on the record where I'm like, like 30 hours to me was like, oh, man. like Kareem like, Riggins. Kareem like, Riggins on the beat. That was that vibe and Kanye spitting, and it was, I don't need vintage Kanye. I respect and love every Kanye project. So I'm not here to be like, I miss the old Kanye. I just want to hear Kanye focus. Nowadays, it's more about yeah. grabbing headlines and music to me. Like, I'm going to no. say some say crazy shit on Twitter. Yeah, I think those guys are the Kim over, Kardashian. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's I like, mean, it's I, publicity I, more than music to me. I, 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 and, I, and honestly, like, I tr that's why I, w I wanted to listen to it and just listen to it for what it is as music you know what that's i mean what I that's what i did but 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 that's the thing like i i'm it doesn't sound it doesn't sound like anything co cohesive to me it sounds all over the place and like I, and honestly you know like i think my favorite track and i'm not saying it to be an asshole but i think my favorite track is that 30 seconds where he's rapping a cappella about Missing the old Kanye, like that to me. That to me was like, I'm like, yo, well, that's kind of how I'm feeling. And there's some dope moments on it, and and some of the newer stuff is really cool and interesting. But you know, it, it just made me go back to. Like, I'm, I went to I'm, I'm confused. Like, I'm confused of what y'all saying. Like, what what Kanye y'all want? Like, not, I, I, <laughs> I just want me, a Kanye. I mean, and to, to me, me he sounds Kanye, all over the place. You gotta understand. You gotta understand the 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 whole the the trajectory of Kanye. Like sure. the guy lost his mother in between all of this. The guy right. is married to a Kardashian. That's a fucking whirlwind. Look at uh, Odom. Look at right. you know. Look at, it's just it's crazy. The guy is trying to do a fashion line. 
I didn't right. meet Kanye in a Chanel store. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know no, I understand. He's, I in a different, he's in a different. He's in a different place. Right. You know, you're you're right. He's in a different place, and it's a wild place, and it's it makes place. for a great story. And it makes right. for a great celebrity, and it's going to be stuff that people can talk about for a long time. But personally, as a music listener, right. I'm not drawn into it well, as much. Well, that's the thing. I would, love, I would love like a cohesive – like so, if he was able to take all of this and put it into something that was – you know, that's all I'm saying. No, no, like, no, I get, no, I get – I definitely get where you guys are coming from. Because, look, I mean the guy changed up. The album name what four or five times? He changed right. the record. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. The mixes are still being mixed. Like he, he just pulled the right. album again when it was. Yeah, it's like, crazy. Yeah, right. it's, it's all. I understand what y'all are saying. Like it is all over the place. Like, so you think you think it's more it's, publicity stunt like than anything no, else? Just overshadowing the actual. I don't think it's a publicity like, stunt. I think I think Dre makes a great point. Is that you got to understand that this is just a different dude. This is isn't right. It, and I. And I, I, you know what? It's true, and everybody, like, it's a ill, sto- like, it's a ill story. Like, it makes for great TV and oh, it's drama. Incredible. Like, past the popcorn. Like, I get it. Like, he's completely intriguing and a compelling character. And like, his Twitter's hilarious, and he's just a massive celebrity, and he's just crazy grandose with the music ideas and how he speaks and. I get it, and I, I, you gotta have people like that. Yeah, because it just he, makes the world more interesting. I think he's better. Yeah, I think he's better though than like Ray J and Taylor Swift lines. That's, of course, I mean, I don't know. of course, I think so too. I mean, right, right. but the guy is also this is the same guy also is on Twitter asking Zuckerberg for a billion dollars to do a Yo, line. Yo, just crazy. Like, what the <laughs> I mean, like, the Twitter is part of the celebrity stars too. This guy. Kate. To college dropout or to graduation, like I don't want to put them in the same mind. Yeah. You know Case in point, like, I think I think that I I just I'm looking forward to purchasing the album, whatever it's finally finished, and right. I'll and I'll <laughs> listen to it for however long, and that's it. You know, like right. there's yeah. some good there's some good stuff on on there. I don't think it's one of his best albums just off of first listen, but yeah, you know, either. like. All right, so anyway, that was good Kanye conversation. We're going to wrap up now the third quarter, and uh, we'll come back and finish strong fourth quarter and talk about HBO's new series, the Martin Scorsese executive produced Mick Jagger involved vinyl. All right, let's play a jam. We're built to love, but sometimes we forget it. Oh, and that's when these cold nights can cut Cut so deep if you let it Oh, so take my hand, we'll run away We'll start a fire, we'll make our own sunshine It can be a
too hard to get it. Oh, 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 oh. when the road gets rough, I won't let you sweat it. Oh, 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 you take my hand, we'll run away. We'll start a fire, we'll make our own sunshine. It can be a escape. With you, I know I'm better than fine. You're feeling good all over. I'm feeling hot. All over, oh, you and I were fucking golden, golden. You're feeling good all over, I'm feeling hot all over. Fourth quarter, it's the layup line. My name is Out of Sight. I'm here with Aunt Dre and Six, the layup line. Yes, we are here. And uh, so far, we've talked about NBA trade trade deadline stuff. We talked about the All Star Weekend. We talked about the Kanye album. And we're gonna finish up. We do the podcast every Monday. We're gonna talk about a uh, new show, HBO Vinyl, uh, premiered last night. Hour and forty-five premiere. Uh, Martin Scorsese directed it. Mick Jagger's involved with the show. You got Bobby Carnival. You got a Olivia Wilde. You got a whole cast and crew. Romano. Um, Ray Romano. <laughs> and you know we're music industry guys, so it's and to Dice, me, this, right? Dice Clay made Dice a one good. episode Dice. cameo. Dice. Dice. If you haven't if you haven't seen Vinyl yet, uh, spoiler alert because we've all watched it. Yeah. We're gonna talk about it, so go watch it and then come back to it. But um. I guess I'll open the floor for you guys to, to talk about it, but you know, I just feel like I'm always very interested in stuff uh, like this. It's not, it's not a actual true story, um, but there's a lot of elements, yeah. especially New York City history. Uh, Mercer venue did collapse. Uh, the New York Dolls, Led Zeppelin, did play three shows in 1973 at Madison Square Garden. So there are little bits and pieces, know, yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, let's start it off. What do you guys think? Who wants to start? Six, go ahead. Okay. Um, I appreciate it. Like I didn't even realize it was an hour 45. I'm like, wow, this is. <laughs> I yeah, me neither. I was like, fuck, this is long. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm kind of glad it did because for me, it got better and better as it went along. You know, I, 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 I wasn't, I was a little skeptical at first. I'm like, I don't, I don't really know what's, if this is going to be good or not. But, uh, I, I think it's great. Bobby Carnival is always like entertaining to watch. And, um, I, I think there's a couple of interesting storylines in there. I gotta say though, um, I mean, I didn't want to be the first to speak because now I'm going to throw this bomb out there. But uh, <laughs> go ahead. But the fact that we have a a a, a, a who done it murder 
is really echoing Empire to me, right? I mean, the, the head of the record label <laughs> accidentally bodies somebody, and now that's going to be weighing in the balance for the rest of the season. To me, that's like a straight rip from Empire, and that's. But other than that, I think the show. I think the show will be good. I know the iTunes is going crazy with all the the soundtrack stuff, and it's 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 all right. It's. I mean, that's. I mean, that's typical. Uh... Typical like drama writing right there, where you try to find something that keeps the show going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I could see them. You know, every show does that. It, it seems like a similar thing a lot of shows does. But that's like drama writing, where you, you somebody gets murdered, and it's like you try to find <laughs> the killer. The whole series, the whole season. There, you know, it's, well, it's, it's he's on the he's on the line. Are they gonna catch him? Right, but they went. Okay. They just went ahead. Like it's it's a show about the music industry, like Empire. Lucius, who is the head of the record label, like Bobby Carnival, and they, there's an accidental murder, and he has to along with the I, pre, the pressure for the watched, music. Yeah, I've never watched a second of Empire. So it's I just it's, it's, uh, look. It's just it's the exact same thing that the guy, along with the pressures of the record label and pop, and going through tough times and all that, he now has this murder that no one. It's like I it's mean, the same thing. My 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 evaluation about this, the, the the show is, I I think um I think it's okay. I gotta see how it flows. I think the back and forth is kind of confusing. Like yeah. it switches so much into the past and going back. Like you don't know yeah. where it went. Like that made it good for me though. Actually, no, honestly, it, like, it, it went back. There's certain times when he went back. I'm like, is this the past yeah. or is in the future? Like is this like before? Like. He got his own label, or this was, like it was just confusing. That like, was a plus to me. That was a plus to me. I I, I like that. Like it moved so fast. Like I was just like, I, it was hard to keep up. So I couldn't yeah. know the average the, the average viewer is not catching half of that shit. I know, <laughs> well, Dre, you know, uh, did you read that? I read I read that piece. They said Terry Winter originally didn't have those um, you know, like the singing and yeah, and yeah, the that, singing that, that that led to the flashbacks. He said that's a Scorsese idea. Said Terry Winter never had that in the actuals. He said it was supposed to be like 70, 80 minutes, the pilot. Then Scorsese right. came in. He's like, actually, I'm pushing this. I'm pushing it to two hours. Movie, he's like, I'm pushing. He's like, I'm calling it a film. It's not a pilot anymore. Yeah. No, but I, I think, I mean, I think it's, I think it, I, like, like Carnival, I really like him. I think he's a good No, guy. he's good. I, he's like, good. I, like, I like him a lot. Um, I think how vicious the music industry was back. You got to think, this was yeah. only not that long ago. Where the mob was taking over like deals, right? <laughs> right, like, right. I own your contract now. You're gonna sing like I want you. Though, I'm gonna break your fucking leg. Like, that was yeah. that was horrible. That's, that's crazy. That was, that like, was horrible. How is that? I'm like, wow. It was the wild wild west back then. Like, so I give them I give them super props for like the the small scene where he's like intrigued by what is this hip hop music, and they just played they just played rare earth. I just want to celebrate. Like they didn't make some like cheesy like. You know, whatever it is, because that's what hip hop was in the seventies. Yeah, I hear you. It's like, rare. It's rare. I, I, I found that scene to be so cringy. Like, oh, he yeah. just, <laughs> he no, just, like that, he yeah. just yeah. rolled up into hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 this guy. Not not really my I'm saying, <laughs> no, no. The scene was no, cringeworthy, was, but the musical yeah. part of it, I thought was. I was like, that was my only thing. I was like, I felt like it was sometimes just trying to do too much, right? Like, way too much. Way too much. Like, we got to be down with the punk scene now we got to go nah, to you're right you're scene. right like like that that was and i've I read some things and i'm obviously this is pretty like over the top but some people are like it's just like the whole scorsese like his shadow on this project 
Is it just is he is it just he washed? I mean, you know, not not the score he's washed, but like. I mean, at this point, I highly doubt Marty's really directing yeah, exactly. it. He's right, definitely right. got like nine interns. I mean, look, the only Marty thing I saw on that entire episode was when they opened the trunk and the point of view was from the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the dead body. I'm like, oh, right, that's, right, 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 that's right, right, a Marty right. classic. Right, right. And the voiceover, obviously, in the beginning a little bit. Like, to me, know. like, it was a pilot. So it right. was. There was a, I'm, I'm hoping that we get into, like you said, it. there's like 27 sh- storylines. None of, all of them are like yeah. one feet deep shallow. <laughs> and it's all, <laughs> the only point is, now that was real music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what how it really was. Like, can I can I get a? Yeah. All right, I get the point. Okay. Like, so, that, like, by the way, is that Jennifer Lawrence's like cousin in that or something? Which, which one? The, the girl that the A and R. The A and R. No, no, no she's like that's, that's no, but that is Mick Jagger's son. Yes. Really. The A and O shit is actually British. The lead singer of the that. Nasty Bits is the oh, Mick wow. Jagger's son. Oh. Yep, yep. The oh. kid with Jerry Hall. That's Jerry Hall's kid, but, you know. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Jerry I Hall, mean, who's marrying Rupert Murdoch. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I want. This is like one of these situations where it's like, uh, it's like Entourage and How to Make It in America right. and these, and these shows. But this show is even more like towards me. Besides. Uh, not even, those shows were like, oh, Entourage was like, we're going to aim at just bros, and I'm kind yeah. of a bro, so I was like, I want to like this show, yeah. you know, I want to be a bro like these guys, yeah, yeah, I get it, but really it was like, I'm not stupid, okay, yeah. <laughs> and then how to make it was like, this one's going to be for all the hipsters uh, living the in Brooklyn uh, and Super Lake, yeah. and I was like, well, I'm a hipster living in Brooklyn, no, I'm not, fuck that shit, and that show sucked. When they and started then, naming names, like, yeah, we're going to the law. Yeah, I know. Oh, Happy man. Ending, and dude. And I'm like, ugh. Happy ending. Like, they started naming different things. That shit was corny. I think, yeah. we, I think, we, I think we lost them again. Yeah. But, uh, no, nah, I was down on that murder, though, man. Like, I just felt like they didn't even need the murder, though. Like, like, you yeah, know, like, that right, was too right. soon, right? You know what I'm saying, Dre? Like, that should have came, like, the second or third episode. You don't need the murder. Like, yeah, right. like Six was saying, it was just like... It's exactly like Empire. It's exactly <laughs> like Empire. Like, don't you feel like on a project with that many, you know, veterans, though, that, that I don't know why they didn't think about that pacing, but maybe Marty didn't give a uh, fuck. The pacing, you know well, the pacing is because you, you want it to hang over the rest of the season. Like, that's, yeah. it makes sense, but... I get you, I get it. Was, it. it was too... It was, like you guys are saying, like there was a lot of parts of that where they were just trying to stuff shit in, like, like yeah. they were just trying to, oh, and this is this this, oh, this is this this, and this is good music. They were yeah, trying yeah, to that that was what I was doing. They're setting up a lot now. Let's exactly. see what they do with it. That's for sure. Oh, no doubt. Whatever. Yeah. It, it did, there's not really one storyline that intrigued me yet. Nah, me either. Like I, maybe, I, I, maybe the uh bank. Yeah, I, I get it. He's going to be like, no, fuck it. Let's revitalize the record company. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, or there wouldn't be a show. You know what would, what would have been and cooler? Then saw, and then I sold the record company. The show's over. <laughs> I mean, what would have been cooler to me? Like, they didn't even have to kill... They didn't even have to kill... Uh, Andrew, yeah, like, yeah, what are we talking about? Yeah. I thought the radio... 
part of that whole thing is pretty interesting. Like that just, was. It would have been interesting to see that that relationship. Like how bad does it get? And this guy's a slime ball, and you know he's a slime ball. <laughs> but how bad does it get in the radio? For you to play the artist, you didn't have to kill the guy to like <laughs> face your <laughs> face your fears, face it's your like, fears, face your fears. <laughs> face your fears. Yeah, I got honestly, I gotta say, Dice Man killed that. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. that too was incredible. He was you great. Like, he, he was, was he was such amazing. Such Dice so coming cool. to Dice coming to Showtime April tenth. Yeah, he was he killed, awesome. He killed, yeah, he was great. That's, yeah, no, like, like that's the thing. He's such a rat in that role that, you, like, when you when he gets off, you're like, word, fuck this guy, dude. I could I was, I was disappointed to kill him. I'm like, oh, that's all we're getting. Really? Huh? His stories. I was on the edge. He's like, you know my, you know my ex-wife. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was. <laughs> I'm like, really? I could have used a little more Dice Man. Yeah, I thought Dice was good. good. I thought Ray Romano was really good. You Ray, know what? They got a Ray Romano. They gotta, they got a hell of a cast. They better write this thing. They well, better make. I, I they better write they, this thing. Yeah, like they got too many veterans. I feel like for it not to be good, right? I mean, but if it is, it'd just be a it's major. Gonna be on, it's gonna be on the writers. I mean, no, they, also, I like that's definitely a Scorsese uh, casting the uh, uh, Dice's friend, the other promoter. Oh he was, yeah, he was the private eye. Oh, oh I know. Like, I like, know. You, got, like, you got your face. You got your face in the in the in the, the rigatoni. You got. Corso. <laughs> Corso. You know what I do? I connect people. Yeah. I, oh, you gotta man. stop sniffing that shit I got. You got <laughs> try some of this. Yeah. <laughs> you can't call a cop. You can't call a cop. It might. Yeah, yeah. Wrap them up. Wrap them up. It got real Marty real quick. Yeah, yeah. it got real. It got real. Like, <laughs> it got real mobster for real yeah. in that scene. It might be right. tough for me to watch any show because, I mean, look, I, the fourth quarter, we just hit the buzzer, whatever. But I just finished watching Breaking Bad, by the way, guys. Ooh. It, took, Finally. it took me two months to binge. Holy shit. Like, honestly, at this point, any other show I'm going to watch, and be like, come on, bro. This exactly. ain't, this, that, this ain't cutting it. That show was amazing. That show was the shit. That, but that's a, rare, that's a rare, very rare. The last season rare. is so insanely it's, good. It's so good. This that's is, by far the best TV I've ever watched. I yeah, mean, that last it's season, crazy. every episode, I'm like, y'all just got to stop fucking with me. Yeah. Yeah. I would need, like, moments of sight. Like, I would need to, like, go outside and get air after it. <laughs> you have like, to question your life. Like, like, what did I just watch? Like, what am I doing yeah. with my life when you're watching? No, it's, it's, like, that's like a, you get, that's like sort of a, it's like an honor. It's a pleasure to watch something. Like, the way, wow. Gil, the way Gilligan in the beginning of every season just shows you how it's going to end. It's I know. I know. So like, those, so those cold openings are incredible. Yeah. And there it was, like, halfway through the season where Walt's got the hair in the old <laughs> truck and he's in peace. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Birthday, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And he goes to his house. And it's yep. abandoned, and Heisenberg's on the wall, and I'm just like, it's crazy. What, what is this post-apocalyptic world? What is yeah, going on crazy. right now? And then you last oh. episode, boom, he's got the fucking Uzi, and he's going to see the fucking yeah. Nazis. Oh my god! Yeah, this is best hide and seek, man. Best hide and seek. Oh yeah. my god! Season, season four and season five are like crazy. Big. I mean, They're, that's when it took off. That's when it like, yeah, dude. You were like, oh my god. Dude, once he starts laughing with the money, like and going crazy, I you know in the basement. And that yeah, he had eighty million. He had eighty million. 
And then he go he he basically gave it away to try and save Hank's life. And Hank was like, "You idiot! You should have kept your money. I was dying anyway." He's like, "You're <laughs> stupid to realize they made up their mind ten minutes ago. <laughs> you, idiot, you just lost set. Well, they kept they gave him ten mil at least. But wow, what a show! Holy." Yeah, it's one, of the, it's one of the best shows ever. I'm uh, I'm two episodes into Better Call Saul so now. I gotta. There you go. There you go. That's coming back on this this week, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna. Tr- it's cool. No, no. No, this week. This week. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and catch up because holy yeah, cow, man. Better Call Saul is. And he, but Odin Kirk is amazing. He's amazing yeah. in that role. Yeah. He's amazing. He's so good. It's crazy how his career came back with this. Yeah, man. With this old yeah, thing. Like, great. Now he's a, and he's a veteran, man. Think about that guy who's writing for SNL. Yeah, yeah. man. That guy's writing. Yeah. Then the Bob and Dave show, they, you know, they, they, they brought that back on Netflix. And he was even in Fargo, too. No, so he, he was around he's for a minute. He coming finally back. hit it, though. Hard. He finally Hard. hit it. Yeah. Hard. Well, that, that show, man. Holy God. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I should have <laughs> been watching it with you guys. But I'm glad. I know. And I'm like... It just was such a task to be yeah, like, I'm going to watch five seasons. and then Yeah, no doubt. It took me like two months, but... Top three, man. Breaking Bad, Sopranos, and Wire, man. Straight oh, up. Yeah, yeah. I also love Mad Men, personally. But I never seen no, I I've never no, seen one Mad episode Man. of Mad Men. I mean, me and Dre, me and Dre got a whole book on that, man. We got I, I, I love, I love it too. I love it too. House of Cards coming back. Yeah, House of Cards is good. I love Mad Men. Mad Mad Men, uh, Breaking Bad. I don't know. I, Breaking Bad's fifth season was was the best shit I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, Breaking Bad is. <laughs> That season really hit its stride. The last, the last night I watched the last four episodes, I thought I was gonna watch two one night and two the other. They're just so good. I was like, fuck it. You know, you know what it is? It's just so economical. That series was so economical in the way it, you know, put it together and. It, compared to other series, they're just like you know how they'll extend the series like two You're seasons right. more, right. like just to get right. the extra last mix on the ad rep. Shit would just go. Shit would just yeah. go. There yeah. was no stringing you along. It was. It's true. It was. Lean, it was a lean, mean show. It just kept going. Oh yeah, man. Crazy. Yeah, I went to. I went to like a part, like a full blown part. Actually, I fucking DJ'd a party on the season, like the season. Uh, not the season. The series finale. I DJ. Yeah. I DJ'd a fucking party, and people hung out and fucking watched it on a big screen in some loft. That shit was. That oh, shit was man. amazing. The loft. That's awesome. the loft. Yeah, that, I mean, right. that show was everything. It was, but uh, all right, I'll figure out how to edit all this. Yeah, all right, let me do a little outro. Well, everybody, that was – that's it. We're out of time. We're out of time. Out of, out of sight is out of time. Um, all right, peace out. Drop back hammer. This is the layup line. Thank you for listening. Signing off, Dre. Cheers. Six. Cuarenta. And thank you for the motivation. They don't want to see you win. The life of Pablo. They don't want to see you win. Uh, My name is Out of Sight. Thank you for listening. This is the layup line, and we are out. Peace. Peace. All right, gents. Till next time.